You're listening to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, and today we're talking all about taking inspired action versus plain old action. So if you're interested in reaching your goals and desired outcomes faster and easier with less struggle, then stay tuned. Welcome to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we throw what's considered realistic out the window so that you can dream big and create a life that lights you up. I'm your host, Allison Marshall, and over the past 10 years, I've been obsessed with delving deep into all things self-development, holistic living, and spirituality in order to create a life that's in alignment with who I am and what lights me up. And now, I'm here to help you do the same. So if you're ready to tap into your unlimited potential to create the fulfillment, freedom, happiness, and health that you deserve, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. Hello, my friend. It is Allison from Design Your Dream Year, and I am so pumped that you have chosen to tune in to today's episode. Why? Because I wanted to pop on probably for a short episode. I'm assuming it's going to be shorter, but it's like one of those short nuggets that can be really impactful. And that is talking about the difference between taking inspired actions towards whatever goals or outcomes you're wanting to achieve versus just plain old action you know, how to, what the difference is and why it's important and how do you get inspired action and how do you know if it's inspired versus just sort of more of the busy work action. And I think this is really important, especially because over the last few years, at least in the entrepreneurial world, there was a lot of like hustle culture, hustle your brains out to make it all happen, hustle your brains out to make your dream a reality, work, 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 you know, it's fine, it's just for a certain amount of time where you just got to basically throw your health and mental health and relationships and life out the window, hustle, 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 and I know that for me that was really toxic, especially in those beginning years because I really suffered (laughs) mentally and physically because I was working myself into the ground. We're talking 12-hour days, 15, 17-hour days, and I, uh, you know, that took a mental and physical toll. And not only that, but it took a toll on my relationships as well. I had friends who were basically just assumed that I didn't like them anymore or didn't care about them anymore because anytime they asked if I could get together, it was always, sorry, I can't, I'm busy. And yeah, there's a time and a, and a place for very, very, very short spurts of like, I don't even like the word hustle, but there, there's a time and a place for that. But for most, in most cases, it lasts too long. Like a few days here and there, fine. A week if you've got to, fine. But for a lot of people, it doesn't end up being that way. It doesn't end up just being a week. It ends up being weeks and months, and in my case, (laughs) years. And I was really just kind of grinding it out. And so I want to talk today about taking inspired action versus just plain old action in relation to whatever goal that you're trying to achieve, whatever desired outcome that you're trying to achieve, 
whatever that is, whether it is, you know, in the business side or starting a business or whether it's something completely different, whatever it is, it does not have to apply to just, you know, a business. But the reason why I want to talk about this is because inspired action, taking those inspired actions are always going to be the quickest and easiest path to reaching whatever goals you're trying to reach and to reaching your desired outcome. And the reason for that is because inspired actions are those actions that come from your intuition. And your intuition is always leading you down the easiest and best possible path towards the best possible outcome. I've talked about the intuition a lot on this podcast. I've done entire episodes about your intuition, what it is, how to tap into it. But your intuition is, in, is, is essentially your internal GPS. And it's everyone has one. It's, it's just specific to you. Your intuition is always specifically trying to lead you down the best path, the path of least resistance, the quickest and easiest path towards the best possible outcome versus just working, 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 action, action, action. And maybe the actions aren't even aligned with what you want to do, or maybe you don't even need to do those things. And so one hour of inspired action is going to be better than like five hours of just totally forced non-inspired action, trying to force something to happen or, you know, quote unquote, make something work. And one of the quotes that I really love about inspired action is, uh, I think Mia Fox said it, and it's inspired action is like a quantum leap towards your dream. I absolutely love that quote because it's true. Inspired actions are like the actions that move the needle the most. They're what kind of connect the dots. You know, all of the other actions are like these little tiny, teeny, you know, busy steps in between. And yeah, some of them are necessary. Not every single step you're going to take is going to feel inspired, right? Like if you want to uh, start a business, one of the steps is you're going to have to create a website. Well, in my opinion, you need a website, but like, that's just one of the logical steps. It might not feel inspired, but it's a step you have to take. Or if you want to save up for a particular, you know, you know, have a money goal, maybe one of the steps is you got to reach out to your bank and talk to someone that's not necessarily inspired, but it's necessary. So there are going to be steps that are required that aren't always inspired, but the inspired steps are like those big steps that don't usually seem big, but they're the steps that move the needle the most towards whatever it is that you are working towards. And sometimes, and oftentimes, they don't really make sense. They don't, you know, seem to tie into whatever it is that you're doing. And so a lot of times they can go ignored or we don't pay attention to them because we don't see we don't see the the point of it and your intuition doesn't always make sense your intuition it's not logical it's not your mind your mind is the logical one it's the logical friend who's always like yeah but you know i think you need to do this because this 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 and it's always analyzing everything your intuition is not logical it just knows. So it doesn't have to explain to you (laughs) why something is important. And it just tells you, it just tells you the step. So 
First, let's talk about some ways of how this inspired action comes through so that you can start taking more inspired action versus just action. So inspired action, um, those are those seemingly just really small, random thoughts that you might have where you suddenly just get this like random thought where you're like, oh, oh, I should do blankety blank or, you know, I should call that person or, oh man, like I'm feeling like I, I should go walk down to this store right now. I don't even know why. Or, oh man, like I just thought of the best title for this thing that I want to create. There are those sudden thoughts. They are the sudden creative impulses, those nudges. Some people call them downloads, but they are the sudden things that just kind of come up out of nowhere. And they typically come when you are feeling really, really good and when your mind is calm. That's why I also talk a lot on this show about the importance of feeling good and the importance of, you know, getting quiet and not always distracting yourself or being busy because inspired actions always tend to come through when you are like I said, feeling good when you're outside running or walking outside or taking a shower. I can't tell you how many great ideas I've had when I'm taking one of my scalding hot showers, which by the way, I don't know about you, but I like to turn the water on till it's basically like boiling. And by the time I get out of the shower, I'm like super red. It's probably not great for my skin, but <laughs> feels so good. But they come during those moments where you are just relaxing, maybe doing the dishes even, or cleaning. That's another one for me. I actually love to clean. I kind of just zone out as I'm cleaning the house or even playing Animal Crossing and I'm weeding my island. If you play Animal Crossing, you know what I'm talking about. But those are how the inspired actions come through. When you're doing the things that make you feel good, that make you feel relaxed. And the thing about inspired action is that you cannot force them to come, right? You can't force an inspired action because then it's not inspired. If you sit down and you're like, okay, mm, I'm going to come up with an inspired action. Guess what? You're not going to get an inspired action because that's not quite how it works. Your intuition gives you the inspired action and it speaks to you when you're, like I said, not trying to force it, when you're not trying to make that a thing because the more you try to force it, then the more it's likely not going to happen. It's less about racking your brain for what to do, and it's more about allowing yourself to kind of just be a vessel for inspiration to come through. So just kind of staying in a receptive mode, and a receptive mode is just getting into a state where you are for the billion time broken record time when you're feeling good and when you are relaxed. Now, occasionally, Inspired action can come through if you ask for it. So one of the things that I like to do in the morning sometimes, not every day, but often is as I'm meditating, usually towards the beginning of my meditation, and even if it's just five minutes, I will ask to be shown one inspired action and that's it. I don't, I don't like try to figure it out after that point or anything like that. I'll just be asked to be shown one inspired action for that day and then I just go into my meditation. And depending on the meditation, sometimes I do visualizations and things like that. But typically, it's just about getting quiet and just sort of noticing the thoughts and, you know, trying to clear my mind as best as possible. And I don't expect it to come up during the meditation. I just 
let it go and knowing that it can also show up randomly throughout the day as well. So you can ask, but don't be attached to it. As soon as you're attached to it and trying to like figure out what that action is, again, you're trying to force it. And the thing about inspired action is that it's not always going to make logical sense. As I said earlier, your intuition, it's not logical. Your intuition, it's like it's somehow intuition is the thing that baffles like things like scientists because they're all just kind of like, what the heck is it? We don't know. It just has this knowing. It's like, it's this sensing that it just knows. It knows the path for you. And it's like, it sees the big picture. And so it's not always going to make sense for you. So basically don't overthink it. Just start paying attention And so ways that inspired action can also come through is a sign. So I've talked about signs before on this podcast. Uh, I've talked about my process for asking to be shown a sign. I frequently do that. It can come via a sudden download or an insight like we were just talking about. If you are, you know, outside on a walk, enjoying the beautiful nature and all of a sudden you're just like, whoa, it's like a light bulb goes on and you just get the best idea and it makes you feel kind of excited. It can come through via a hunch. Like you just, mm, I kind of got this feeling that I should do this thing or a conversation. If you see someone mentioning sort of the same thing over and over, it can come through reading something. You can get an inspired action simply hearing something in a song or a movie or repeated patterns. Like if you, for instance, want to start a cupcake shop, let's just say your dream is to start a cupcake shop and you all of a sudden see like a billboard with a cupcake on it. And then you hear someone saying something like, uh, they mentioned to you how you're such a talented baker and you should start a cupcake shop. And then you turn on the TV and maybe there's a show, you know, cupcake wars comes on. It's like one of my favorite shows, but like you start seeing sort of the same subject come up again and come up again. That's something that you should pay attention to. So inspired actions, they don't make sense. They are random And they don't have to be seemingly tied to whatever it is. And that's why it's easy to miss. So for example, let's say that you have this sort of goal to, or a dream to go on vacation to a particular place. Maybe you want to go hiking in the Swiss Alps. That's one of my dream vacations. (laughs) I'm like always been obsessed with the Alps. But let's just say that you have a dream of going on this like two-week trip to Switzerland. And Switzerland is literally one of the most expensive cities in the world. So let's say that, yeah, you want to go on this trip, but you just don't see how it's feasible. You don't, you know, maybe have the funds for it, the time for it, whatever it may be. Well, one of the inspired actions that might come up is let's just say you're you know, doing the laundry and all of a sudden you get a hunch that you should call someone, maybe just a friend. That might not have anything to do with your vacation. Like it doesn't seem like it would have anything to do with your vacation. Like it just, you get a hunch to call a friend. Well, let's say then that you call the friend and then that ends up, you know, you end up telling your friend about the vacation you want to take. And then that friend ends up being like, oh, awesome. Well, I have a friend 
who lives in Switzerland who could probably get you a really great deal on somewhere to stay, or maybe they even have a spare room that they, they would love to host you while you're there. And so that could end up really moving the needle towards the thing that you want to have happen, but it's not related. You don't see how it relates at the time. Oh, hey, so sorry to interrupt this juicy episode, but I wanted to pop on really quick to make sure that you know about my three-day workshop called Design Your Dream Vision, because this workshop seriously has the potential to change your entire life. This workshop will walk you through how to design the most incredible year of your life and how you can reach your biggest goals way faster and easier because unlike traditional goal setting methods, which don't work very well at all, case in point, things like New Year's resolutions have an 80% fail rate, you'll learn how to actually follow through and reach your quote unquote impossible goals without all of the pushing, pressure, and constant hustle to make it happen. Why? Because we talk about things like how to tap into and use your intuition, how to balance planning with leaving room for magic, and how to get your subconscious mind on board with your life vision and goals to make achieving your deepest dreams and desires inevitable. It includes meditations, visualizations, rituals, and actionable steps all geared to help you create the year and life of your dreams. And by the end of this three-day workshop, you'll walk away with a clear vision of exactly what you want for your life, a step-by-step -step plan for how to get there, and the tools you need to follow through and make it happen. And did I mention that you can watch it anywhere, anytime, from the comfort of your own home, favorite beverage in hand, and wearing your favorite onesie? Well, you can. You can sign up and start watching the Design Your Dream Vision Workshop right away by simply going to designyourdreamyear.com forward slash vision. Again, that's designyourdreamyear.com forward slash vision, or just click the link that is below in the show notes. Okay, my friend, now back to the episode. So it's really important to pay attention to these things that start to pop up for you that might not make any logical sense. If you get the hunch to take a certain route to work, take that route. If you get the hunch to call someone or text someone, do it. <laughs> if you get the hunch to not go to a certain event, pay attention to that. So when it comes to inspired actions versus taking maybe a more forced action, you also want to pay attention to how you feel because that's going to be a really good indicator as to if it is inspired versus forced. So generally, those sort of forced actions that are not so inspired, they're going to make you feel obligated or stifled, maybe frustrated, maybe time goes by really freaking slowly when you're doing that thing, uh, tired and drained, strained, impatient. Basically, if it's making you feel off, if it's not feeling good at all, then it is not an inspired action. And again, like not every single action you're going to take, depending on what it is you're trying to move towards, or achieve or create is going to feel like inspired. Like, like I said earlier, if you want to start a business, you got to start a website, you might not enjoy that. <laughs> but in general, you want your actions to be as inspired as possible. And so inspired actions 
are the actions that are going to make you feel motivated and happy and alive and you, you, you feel inspired when you think about them. They feel easy or easier, fun. They make you feel energized. They just feel natural. They feel like the natural step even though it might not make logical sense. So something that I am currently experiencing in my business, I mentioned this last week, and I'm going to be a big tease again because I can't share the details about it. But basically, I had been trying to kind of decide between two different things that I wanted to create in my business. And one of the things made logical sense. It made total logical sense. I had, you know, made perfect sense on paper, but I did not feel good about it in that it felt like forced and hard. Like just thinking about it made me just like, ugh. I just, I felt drained just thinking about it versus this other thing that made no logical sense, like makes no logical sense. Like on paper, it does not make any sense whatsoever. But the difference is that when I think about it, I feel inspired, I feel excited, and I start getting ideas. So it's the thing that feels good, but isn't necessarily logical. So paying attention to how you're feeling is going to be a huge clue if that thing is forced versus inspired. So how do you know if it's inspired action? Well, like I said, it's going to feel like the right thing to do. It's going to feel good. It's going to feel inspired, even if it doesn't make sense. And again, they are the small, often super random steps that make no logical sense. Like the travel example that I gave, you know, calling the friend. Well, that has, you, you know, initially has nothing to do with your vacation, but then it might lead to an opportunity to get some you know, free housing that enables you to then go on that vacation. And inspired action, it might feel scary because a lot of times, not always, but sometimes it might be out of your comfort zone. Anything out of your comfort zone is going to feel scary. But if it's inspired, then there should be an element of excitement behind it. So like with the thing that I'm talking about in my business that I can't share yet, it feels scary. Like, yeah, it feels scary. It doesn't make logical sense. It's outside of my comfort zone, but it feels exciting. And I've been letting it marinate now for a couple weeks and it continues to feel exciting. So that's really how you know the difference between inspired actions versus forced actions. And the most important thing is that when you get an inspired action, when you get that download or the hunch or the knowing or the sign or the inspired idea, the creative impulse, whatever it is, the most important thing is for you to act on it ASAP because those inspired actions, they can have expiration dates. <laughs> like, for example, like, let's say that maybe you get an inspired action. Let's say you're driving to work. Corona coronavirus is over and you're able to actually go to the office on your way to work, you get a hunch to take a different route. You maybe take the same route every day, but for whatever reason that morning, you get the hunch to go a different way. It might not make any sense. Well, that hunch might be leading you to avoid a horrible car accident, for example, or maybe horrible traffic that is going to make you late. It doesn't make sense to you why you should take that different route, 
But if you, you know, don't act on it right then and there, well, then you're going to miss the opportunity. And not only that, but inspired actions, they're inspired. You know, the way you, you, you get the momentum is by acting on them. And so one of the things that I like to do is if I get an inspired action, I either take action on it right away. If it's something like an impulse, like to turn this way or do that thing or call that person, or I write it down in my notes app on my phone and I make a note to do it ASAP. Like if I get an inspired action to, you know, go to a particular place, but maybe I'm in the middle of a meeting, well then I'll make a note to myself to get to that particular place. I'll put it in my calendar. So I'm either doing it immediately or I am acting on it ASAP, but start paying attention to those inspired actions. Start paying attention to how you feel and the majority of the actions that you are taking towards whatever it is that you want to create should feel good. Otherwise, you're probably heading towards the wrong destination. <laughs> like if you're, for example, let's say you got a goal to run a marathon, but you don't enjoy the steps it takes to get there for the most part. Like you don't enjoy actually going on those long runs, those training runs. You don't really enjoy, you know, eating that fueling food and you don't enjoy like doing the strength training that it takes to get your muscles in shape. If you don't enjoy any of that, then that is the wrong goal for you. You should not be doing that. Yeah, sure, there's going to be days where you don't feel like running and it's not all going to be enjoyable. Speaking from experience, there are days where you're like, you know what, I don't feel like running 18 miles today. So not every single step has to feel good and inspired, but the majority of the steps should. So I hope you found this episode helpful and I hope it helps you to kind of start paying attention to and really acting on those inspired actions, knowing that those are the nudges coming from your intuition and they are always trying to lead you down the best possible path for you towards all the things that you want or better. So that is all for today, my friend, as always. Come say hi to me on Instagram. I've been really active over there. I've really been enjoying that platform more this year. I've kind of, I kind of before actually off and on for years, I really had gotten into this like sort of like perfectionistic attitude, which is really stupid. It was keeping me from showing up and enjoying the platform because I would put so much pressure on myself to like, oh, I have to create the perfect post and oh, it has to look perfect and oh, I have to have the best caption and oh, what if people don't like it and oh, they're probably not going to like it anyway and oh, this the algorithm is going to like it. And that was like, just, just looking back, I'm just like, that's the dumbest thing ever. I've gone into it this year with all, without all of that pressure. Like I don't freaking care about the algorithm. I don't care what people think. I don't care about having the perfect feed. I just have stuff of value to share. I want to connect with people. I want to start conversations. I want to inspire people. And I can't do that if I am constantly worried about all the things I just mentioned and then not even showing up. So anyway, I am on uh, over at Instagram at design your dream year. I would love to connect with you there. You can send me a DM. You can, if you're enjoying this episode, you can take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me. It totally makes my day. And I love to reshare um, your thingy. So like if you have any insights, I would love to hear it. So anyway, bottom line, 
Come say hi if you're on Instagram. And with that, I am going to go outside because the sun just came out of the clouds as I was talking a minute ago, and it's been cloudy basically all week, and I need some vitamin D, so I'm going to go outside, and I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Wait, don't go just yet. If you enjoyed today's episode and you'd like me to keep them coming week after week, then I would so appreciate it if you would take just 20 seconds to leave a review of my podcast over on Apple Podcasts. This is the best way that you can support the show because not only are reviews what help my podcast to actually get seen in the crazy algorithm, which means that the show can help way more people, but I also read every single review and they truly do mean so much. Your support means the world and it's what keeps this show going. It'll only take you 20 seconds, pinky promise. Thank you so much, my friend, and I will see you in the next episode.